What's happening? Come on in. Chris, you have to do that too. Oh. This is a thing. So look, we say, hey, come on in. Okay. Now remember, give yourselves a hug. Okay. Chris, we is recording. Oh, I didn't know. We, I thought we, like, you could edit this. <laughs> All right. Come on in. What's happening? We here. Welcome to the show. All right, so I feel like all the men are difficult when we start this intro. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to give themselves a hug, but it's okay, because we're going to get Chris to hug himself today. Ain't that right, Chris? What's happening? Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Bruce Flowers Podcast. As you all know, my name is Tanisha, and if you are here right now, I want to let you know that you are a super dope person, and I'm excited that you're here. And I'm very excited to have Chris today. I've been hunting this man down for about three months, so I'm grateful. Thank you for making time tonight. I appreciate you. You're looking me. dapper. Thank you. Everybody, he got on cowboy boots. They super fly. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> you look real fly, Chris. Thank you. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, as you know, this is the Bruce Flowers Podcast, where we talk to absolutely courageous people who share their personal stories of being survivors at life and in business. So, do you want to share anything with our audience? Uh, well, my name's Chris. Speaking to the mic, Chris. Big I'm dog. Chris. I'm 39 years old, Army veteran, um, father of one, and I'm just here to enjoy myself. I'm loving Jacksonville so far. Um, Where you from? Well, I'm a military kid, mm -hmm. so I'm from everywhere. I'm originally from Georgia, though. Mm -hmm. um, lived in Germany for a little bit, North Carolina. And just travel around a lot. How was Germany? Beautiful. Been I, it's once. been a while. Um, I actually lived there for about six or seven years. I uh, went to a German elementary school, and it was it was different mm -hmm. because you have so many cultures in one area, and then you have the military there as well. So it was different. How did they treat the service members over there? Um, when you were there? Well, when I was there in the military, we were treated great. Mm -hmm. um, we traveled around a lot of different places, but we probably got treated better there than here. I agree. They were very friendly when <laughs> yeah. I got to Germany. They were friendly very and nice. And and they love to drink. Yeah. Yeah. They love to drink. I got my mom some shot glasses from Germany. She was so happy. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's cool to know. All right. This is a little different than what I usually ask, but what made you smile today? What made me smile today was this weather because it was so beautiful and we're in Florida, it's almost summertime and I got on my bike and rode for a little while and gotta do some more when we leave here. So riding your bike makes you smile? Definitely. What kind of bike you got? I have a Harley Davidson. Ooh, how did you get that? What made you get a Harley? Well, I've had I've had a bunch of bikes. Like this is probably my sixth or seventh bike. So mm -hmm. I've been on sports bikes, other cruisers, but Harley's is just where it's at. Do you have a radio? Some haters on your bike? not gonna agree, of course. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a music box on your I bike? I do. I just rewired it this morning too. Ooh, so. how loud is it? Not loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> not loud enough. Put an amp in there too, so. Well, while you are on your bike, 
I know that people say that they, they always feel like a sense of freedom when they're riding a motorcycle. Do you feel the same? De definitely. Um, being on your bike is, and it's the difference between being on a sports bike and a cruiser, because when you're on a sports bike, you really focus on not dying. Because oh, <laughs> most of the time you're going 100 miles per hour. But on a cruiser, you slow down, you see things like you're riding past stuff you didn't even know was there before. Mm -hmm. You might go that route every day, but if you, even from being in a car or a sports bike, you get on that motorcycle on a cruiser, and it's like, damn, when they put that there? <laughs> you know, mm. so it definitely sets you free and, you know. What else sets you free? <sighs> my daughter. Yeah, I like being a dad. It's my, um, I love it. It's just taking care of her, it gives me, unless it reminds me it's just more than about myself. Mm -hmm. So. How so? Because it's about her. Because she didn't have to be here for one. That's the way I've always looked at it. So, taking care of my offspring is, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? My offspring. <laughs> I see your one for choice of words. Take care offspring. of your offspring. What's her name? Layla. Layla? Yep. That's so pretty and simple. Yeah, she's in Virginia with her mom right now. Mm -hmm. So, we swap back and forth with her mom's military. So. Ooh, how was that being a parent in the military? Well, I wasn't a parent in the military. Her mom is. Mm -hmm. um, well, you were prior military, though, yeah. right? So you had her after you got out? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, it just requires a lot of sacrifice and compromise. For me, it's not hard because I understand her mom's lifestyle already. Um, fortunately, she'll be getting out soon. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not... It was never something I really I felt I had to adapt to other than being... The distance between me and my daughter. Because mm -hmm. at one point, we were all living in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So, when she joined and went there, it was it took some getting used to. But being that I was a truck driver, I made my way. Oh, wow. <laughs> I made well, my way. You, Chris, this is so funny because I was in the military, a truck driver in the military as well. Yeah, they give anybody a CDL these days. You, you're right. Like they gave my husband. <laughs> my husband got a CDL. He has a trucking company too. So, military truck driver like that's why he's driving you're doing the podcast that's right i'm a great driver first of all okay ask anybody from my team we got out of the situation starting <laughs> with no i was a specialist back then mm -hmm. but yeah i can drive i can maneuver a big old heavy vehicle so don't do mm -hmm. that okay <laughs> you know what you <laughs> that's how i drive that's how i drive okay <laughs> I'm not playing with y'all over here because I see y'all y'all men are like powering up in here together. No. But it's okay because I'm going to let it ride. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let it ride. Tell us something that's very interesting about yourself that you don't think anybody currently knows. Um, don't hold <clears throat> back. Don't hold back. I'm not a hold back person, so I'm pretty forward about things I do. But one thing people may not know is that I like gardening. Gardening? Yeah. I've always been into like farming, garden. My grandfather was a farmer, mm -hmm. so he actually was a pig farmer. Um, we had I grew up around pigs and chickens and across the street from cows when I lived in Georgia. So and we actually still have that land. It's just not farming anymore. Mom just lives on it. Hmm. So would you ever consider becoming a farmer? I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. Trying to find me some land. Trying or you're actively? I'm actively okay, searching. Because 
this year I decided to take trying out of my vocabulary and whenever I hear anybody else saying trying it's just like ah, no you're not trying you're actively doing so you're right. you gotta speak things you gotta you're speak right. things you gotta speak things so you gonna get that farm Chris get that farm I'm gonna grow my plants Ooh. my vegetables fruits herbs spices Ooh. Yeah. you cook I do a little something Let me, what's your favorite dish my favorite is shrimp and crawfish etouffee Okay, so that's not my thing. I'm very allergic to all of those. I'm so sorry to hear that. I know. Dang, I'm missing out. I'm missing out <laughs> on some good stuff. You know, I always feel like I'm missing out on life because I can't eat seafood. You're not missing out then. No? No. It's just food. But I don't eat pigs and all that other stuff either, so... You're not missing out then. Okay. I'm just right with that. So, do you cook for women often? No, I don't. Why not? Um, Because I'm single. Why? Chris, you're so cute. You look like a teddy bear, I man. To be right Come now. on, man. What I'm you mean? I'm a grizzly mean? bear. No. I choose to be single no. right now. Why? I cook for my daughter when she's with me. Because mm -hmm. she doesn't like school food. So. What's her favorite food? Pizza, like every other kid. <laughs> that's, a, that's the only thing she will eat at school. So, but like most kids, she likes pizza, burgers. Mm -hmm. But um, at one point, her mom was vegan, and and um, I did live that way as well at one point. So she does eat a lot of variety of food, but pizza is always her favorite. Well, try sprinkling some arugula on the pizza, too. Just give it a little <laughs> bit of mm, But you're single. Why? I work a lot, and I just have my priorities before I get in a relationship again that I want to do things for myself. Are you working on, like, something big in your vision? Like, you have goals to hit before you start pursuing and dating? Yeah, I do. Enlighten us. We want to know what you're working on. Come on, man. I can't. I can't put it <sighs> like that. <laughs> you tried, but I can't tell you. I tried, y'all. He yeah. won't give me anything. You won't give me anything, Chris. Okay, I got. Well, I can't say. I can't say. One of my goals is to own my own home. Mm -hmm. Because I, I haven't. Um, I ran. I've been renting for so long, and now it's just time to own. So I want to be in a position where I do. When I do get in a relationship, is. Everything's mine that I already have, and only and anybody coming into that situation, I don't have to worry about the normals of renting and other pressures like that. Do you feel like it's absolutely important that a man has everything in order before he brings a woman into his life? A home, the vehicles paid off, educated, kids out the way? Not for everybody, but I think it's a better idea to do so. Mm -hmm. um, it's easier when you when you have when you're able to just focus on you and the things and the goals you want to achieve. Everything else comes easier after that. So I agree. I agree. I feel like it's a lot harder to figure it out together. There's nothing wrong with being selfish. I, you know, I hear people, you know, call people selfish. There's nothing wrong with being selfish, especially if it's things you're creating for yourself and doing for yourself who's to say you what you're being selfish with i don't feel like it's being selfish yeah. at all and i'm you know as a woman i don't feel like that's selfish i feel like that's very disciplined i think these days people call it self-love I, I like that <laughs> that is self-love yeah. that is self-love you have to you have to absolutely know who you are mm -hmm. you have to know your self-worth you have to know what type of image you want to uphold like how you present yourself to the world once you get a partner like that's you won't point with that i like that all right, so when you do start dating, what's like a big mm. pet peeve of yours? Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is a dirty bathroom. Because <laughs> if her bathroom dirty, she dirty too. 
a dirty bathroom. Hell yeah. That's it. I mean, that's one I of the do things. Dirty I, bathroom either. I mean, that's one of the things I look for. I mean, odor. Sometimes you can't look past that odor. You know, some people have a natural body odor, mm-hmm. and when they're around themselves all the time, they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell people like, "Hey, yeah, this ain't gonna work." <laughs> <laughs> we just like. <laughs> And I'm not even talking about that. I'm just, I'm even talking about just coming out your skin. Like something, you get, it, hey, it's on nasty people out here. What type of women you around, Chris? I'm, I'm just saying, not the type of women I'm around, but it's just nasty people in this world. They put on a good show. Like you got this club, see them looking good. You go to your house and be like, what the hell? About that roast over in the refrigerator? Dog? Oh my goodness. Is it yeah, the new age women it. or? Man, I, it's not. I don't even, I can't even, you know what? I've dated older women. I've dated younger women. It's not even an age thing. Oh wow! I'm just saying. It's not. Even, I don't. I don't put age on on behavior of people anymore mm-hmm. because I've seen some grown women do some shit that a child would normally be doing. Mm-hmm. I've seen some younger women behaving as grown women, but at the same time. What type of woman are you looking for when you start? Since you won't give me anything else. I'm not looking for a type. I don't have a... I used to have a type, but I don't anymore. Why? Um, that comes with Because I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Whoever make me happy, that's who I'm going to be happy with. What makes you happy? My peace. Um, somebody I can do things with. You know, mm-hmm. enjoy... Enjoy being myself. Like, I don't want to have to get in a relationship and change who I am just to appease that person or to appease whatever... Um, image they want to portray of life or whatever image they have of life in their head mm-hmm. um, as long as I can be myself and we can do things together and actually be trying to build a future a mutual future to grow something together you know mm-hmm. that's what I want that's cool so Chris well guys I'll tell you how I actually met Chris I was in a barber shop late one night right and it was actually an event that was going on at our yoga studio. So, <laughs> you remember that? Oh my goodness. So let me tell y'all what happened real quick. Let me tell y'all what happened. <laughs> so somebody booked out the yoga studio to have an event and the person said that they were only gonna have about 20 people, right? It was supposed to be a, a small dinner. It was about 20 people that were supposed to be here. And they had a whole hood out. <laughs> when I tell you the whole parking lot was full, <laughs> the whole parking lot was full. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, like I can't leave. Like I don't know what to do because I can't, they, they paid for the space, but I don't really know how to gain control. But And apparently it was filled of some of those people I was mentioning earlier. We had to edit this bitch out of later. I'm saying what I'm saying. Hey, (laughs) you brought it up. Well, they had food in here. It was food, so that could have added to, you know, it was was an excessive amount of people, but Chris and um, my barber, Nail, they decided that they were just going to hang out at the barbershop with me until the whole event was over to make sure everything went smooth (laughs) and to, you know, move people along if it needed to go there so i'm grateful for that thank you and that was the first time that i met chris so while we were in the barbershop for a few hours chatting um i don't even know how we got on the topic but 
I remember you saying that men should have more than one woman or it's a good thing for polygamy, something crazy. And I was like, oh, we got to talk about this. Because I, <laughs> I don't remember bringing the conversation yes, you up. Do. But I do somewhat remember the conversation. So do you still feel that way that that women should just be okay with being sister wives? I feel that polygamy isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and every relationship of polygamy is different. They do it in different ways. And with the changing times, um, relationships are defined in so many different spectrums. I don't even try. So um, it's not for everybody. I can say that. Mm-hmm. I have been in a polygamous relationship in the past. I've been in monogamous relationships. Um, but it's more so to me I look at it as more so of a of a building thing between three people because if imagine just you and your husband how how y'all have two paychecks y'all take care of y'all home if you got a third person it'd be a lot easier <laughs> but it also has to be mutual and it has to be an understanding between the three people and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a sexual relationship between three people mm-hmm. I mean, it's just three people working together in a loving relationship. Yeah, I can't wrap my mind around that, though. Because women in America are selfish these days. Women in America are yes, selfish. Very selfish. Well, I selfish. I'm selfish with mine, so. A little self serving. Okay, yeah. so this is what it was Y'all in a barbershop. This is what it was in a barbershop. Yeah. So go ahead and tell me about me. What about you? Because I'm a woman. So you said women in America are selfish. So please elaborate more. So. Being that I have traveled the world mm-hmm. and I've met a lot of different women, even here from around the world, and I'm sure you've heard it plenty that American, it's not even just American women, Americans, period. Okay. But being a black man in America, I deal with black women. Mm-hmm. So one thing I've experienced is a lot of narcissism the narcissism for women these days okay so let's put a pin right there let's define what narcissism is or being what a narcissist is um a narcissist is a person who generally tends to make things about themselves Mm -hmm. um situations um i can't give you a textbook definition but it's mainly a person who makes majority of things about themselves um so are you a narcissist because you just claim to be selfish because you want things done your way and but this is before in, we're you talking about in a relationship it, I'm single I could be a narcissist all I want to be why can't a woman be a narcissist then we're talking about but, relationships okay relationships require compromise mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of women these days just expect mm-hmm. I mean that I mean that's reality now a lot of women not are gonna agree with me. Of I don't course. expect them to. Of course. Y'all light them up with the reviews and the comments. Please let us know what you think. Because clearly, women in America or Americans, period, are narcissists, selfish people. We are. Okay. I'm glad we're, you included um, yourself. Thanks. We I are. That. <laughs> as an American, we, we are very arrogant. Yeah. Because everyone's all, I mean, we're taught that we're the best. Mm-hmm. Who, why, who should, we wouldn't believe they're the best. But, um,. So, when it comes to narcissism, a lot lot of the reasons where people don't work out in polygamous relationship is because of our narcissistic ways. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to be willing to not look at it as being 
the other person or the second the other girl side whatever mm -hmm. and look at it as just one unit working together so we can just add another guy in the house too then that's four incomes i mean there's people who do two it for that you way. two for them i mean there's i mean i've seen worse worse, <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> i mean i feel like that'll work too i mean i i mean every dynamic is different mm-hmm Mm -hmm. You had to talk to your husband about that. Well, we're not doing that because <laughs> clearly I'm too selfish. So I'm not going to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, that man no water. <laughs> I got him some water. thirsty. <laughs> Whatever, Chris. So do you feel like do you feel like it is a woman's place to capitulate to her man in a relationship? Um, you're using a word I don't even know what it means. Dang. I got them stuck. <laughs> I don't know what that word means, so now you're going front. What that word means? That word means. Use it in context clues. Just capitulate. You tell to me. To bow you down to. No, never that. No? No. To surrender, to lay everything down. I feel like everybody has a place in the household. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that when it comes to a man and a woman, there's always going to be an unequal balance because we're not all meant to do the same thing and hold the same positions. Agree. Um, some households, you got men who are the men they should be in the household and the women's more the men and, and vice versa, you know? So some people like it like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those persons, but, <laughs> you know. So is a woman a narcissist if she takes the lead in the household? No. Okay. Because clearly he he's allowing that. I love your choice of words. He's allowing that. Clearly he's allowing that. <laughs> I'm not about to fight with you all day, Crooks, because we already went through this, and we don't have time today. So I do want to ask: Is there is there one thing that you are currently living without that you never thought that you would? Yeah. And even though you know. Tomorrow's never promised my mother. I lost my mother last year to cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, you know, life has basically been completely altering because a lot of my plans I did have for last year did include my mother. So you, it leaves you kind of in a place of limbo, not really knowing what's next and, you know, how to proceed forward, especially when you have a, a big family. So. Was she like a big supporter of you? Like you call her uh -huh. when you ever had oh, yeah. to make a decision? Oh yeah. Or? Oh yeah. I'll be talking on the phone. My mom was in, the, in when I was in Iraq. Mm -hmm. and we'd be on the phone. She'd be hearing the bombs in the background, and uh, she because she was she was in the military. Well, she was actually a drill sergeant in the military. So mm -hmm. that's one of my inspirations for going in the military. Yeah. So we'd be on the phone talking. You know, she'd tell me be safe and be worried, of course, and send me all my goodies in the care package. So mm -hmm. yeah. and she's always just been there. That's cool. I had to go and see her because y'all want to take me everywhere and show me around. Well, that's show what I'm Show me off. I know. But she tried to hook me up with everybody out there. <laughs> well, good thing she didn't succeed. <laughs> well, I know when, when we were at the barbershop, you told me that your mom's birthday was, she was an Aquarius, and mm -hmm. her birthday was January. January 26th. Y'all, that's my birthday. <laughs> I'm a special type of person. <laughs> Definitely special. Because his mother, he talked all about his mother, and she, she sounds a lot like me. So, yeah. I guess your mom was kind of sweet. And yeah, she definitely was. I'm so glad you got to spend as much time with her as you did. And what do you do to, like, keep her memory alive? 
Well. Chris, give yourself a hug real quick. You can't even fight that one. Did it. You can't even fight that one. Come on, me. go ahead. Go ahead, get yourself. Oh! See, I, okay, that was smooth. Give me some, give me some. All right, she's sweet. <laughs> Right. Got to watch them slicks to some Cleveland. I learned that yeah. a long time ago. You know what? Dade County taught me that, though. Listen, I spent enough time in Cleveland to know better. <laughs> <laughs> well, people from Cleveland are cool, so. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I'm sorry, what's the question? I did forget the question, too. <laughs> I, I didn't forget the question. I'm just being funny. But I, I wanted to know how do you keep how do you keep your mom's memory alive um, since she is such a My mom cool was person. also into gardening. Mm -hmm. um, I still have a house out in Alabama. Her tomato plants are just tipping over. So, doing doing my little gardening is one way I do it. Mm -hmm. You feel connected with her? Oh, uh, definitely. And and also with my daughter, like my daughter's her twin. So, my mom was a basketball player growing up, and my daughter is Namba Legs. So she get it from her. Wow. Yep. That's super cool. Hmm. <laughs> Chris, you're cool. I like you. Is there anything you're afraid of? Before we get on up out of here, I just want to know since you you just seem like you're so put together, you you're a man's man, an unselfish man. But what are you afraid of? I know you're scared of something. Nothing at all, because who's gonna check me? <laughs> okay, well, I, you're still not giving us anything, but I'm so glad that you decided you to come on. You did, and this was this was for this was fun. So. If you want to come back on, I'd love to have Definitely you back have on. a part two. Okay, when you have more time, because I know you got your cowboy boots on tonight. I know you got to skate up out of here, so I'm grateful for your time. I um, it. If you can leave our audience with one thing, one thing to make a, a strong impact, go ahead, look right into the camera. Everybody turn on your listening ears. Get your notepad out, because Chris is going to bless you with something really good. Um... I'm just going to say you're never too old to reinvent yourself, be who you want to be, the hell with people's opinions and feelings. Do you? Do and be who you want to be if that's what makes you happy. That's it. All right. That's coming from the big boss Chris himself. So <laughs> <laughs> be curious. Don't ever stop. Move forward. Do whatever you want to do and do it fearlessly. Until next time, guys. We're going to put a pin in this, put a pause in it, wrap it up, all that great stuff. Follow us on social media, the Bruce Flowers Podcast. We're here on all platforms, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Check us out. Leave us a five-star review because we deserve it. We don't have anything to sell you, but if you like, please share this podcast out with anybody that it could resonate with or help. So, yeah, thank you. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. You supposed to say bye, Chris. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Later.